It's time for Tycoons of Small Biz, spotlighting the true backbone of the American economy, the true tycoons of business in America, the owners, founders, and CEOs of small businesses. The show's hosts, Austin Peterson and Landon Mance, are registered representatives of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker-dealer, member SIPC, and registered investment advisor. The views expressed by your hosts, Austin and Landon, are not necessarily the views of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Let's lean in as Austin and Landon connect with this week's Tycoons. Good afternoon, Tycoons, and welcome to today's episode of Tycoons of Small Biz. I am host number two this week, I believe. Landon is host number one, and uh, we are happy to have in the studio with us today, Eric Olson with Fast Turtle. Eric, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much, Austin. I appreciate it. And thank you, Landon. Yeah, we're excited to have you. And uh, a guest that we had on the program a few weeks ago, Nancy Padberg, speaks very highly of you. She's actually who referred you to be on the on the show. And so we're excited to talk about uh, this subject. We've had some SEO people on the on in the past. We've had some website design people on in the past. But um, what we found is that we get a little bit different viewpoint each time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Landon and I, I mean, we've we've had our practices for 20 years for me, Landon, a little over 10, maybe close to 12 now. Um, and so we've engaged different firms throughout the oh, the sure. years that we've been doing this. And, and quite honestly, most of them aren't very good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say that, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately that's the case. And so we haven't had great experiences uh, in our own practices. And and so we're looking forward to talking to you about what uh, what you do. But before we do that, we typically have our guests tell us a little bit about themselves personally. And I read your bio, and I know that you have three teenagers at home. So I, I'm excited to hear how quarantine has been for your family. And just tell us about your family overall and kind of how you got uh, started with Fast Turtle sure. and, and your career. Sure, I appreciate it. Yeah, yes. I, uh, you know, um, my wife and I live in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, with our three, uh, three teenagers who, who keep us on our toes for sure. I've been here since, uh, what is it? Shoot. Uh, 1990 now came okay. out for, uh, for school, uh, ended up going to Arcadia high school and then, uh, ultimately over to ASU go, uh, go Sun Devils. Yeah. Um, and then from there just, uh, worked for a couple different companies and then, uh, actually ended up working for America online, um, and learning really the, the beginning of bank called banner advertising and affiliate marketing. Yeah. So that was one of the things that uh, that really got me into um, digital marketing, and then subsequently worked at a couple startups, and then finally, you know, started the the company actually uh, two months after I just got married. So twenty five years old, came home after two months, got a new wife, and I said, you know what, uh, I'm starting my own company. This is I'm done with this startup stuff. So, uh, so that's how fast turtle was born. We've, you know, we've been around 20 years now We're we're going into our 21st, uh, you know, it'll be a, our 21st, uh, anniversary in November of this year. A lot of companies out there, they're just kind of in it and out real quick. Um, or a lot of consultants, you know, so we've been blessed to, to be around for, for 20 years and, and it goes to really just treating small business owners and, you know, big business. We've done stuff for Disney and Arizona State and Boston University and stuff as well. But, you know, treating people the way that you would want to be treated. And, yeah. you know, pretty basic concept, you know, <laughs> I, I feel. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, it's really served this well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think treating people the way they, they want to be treated and really living up to what you say you can yeah. do, I think, is a, is a big part of what you do for business. So, 
couple of things that that uh, that you mentioned I have to hone in on. So Sun Devils, we're 100% in. I've got a son that's at the Cronkite School right now, and so we're we're definitely on the Sun Devil train. I also started my business shortly after being married. Okay, and we're st- <laughs> we're still around, and so is the marriage. Um, and so you know, I certainly understand that. But unfortunately, you said what's kind of a swear word for me, and that's America Online. Oh, geez, yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Short time. <laughs> I did some missionary work when I was about 19 years old and I was gone for two years and I was getting ready to leave. And this was right when America online was taken off and you know, the internet in general, really. Mm-hmm. And so a friend of mine says, we should invest some money in this company, America online. Right. And I said, look, I've set aside a thousand bucks to get myself back into school, buy some clothes, buy some books, do all those kinds of things. When I get back into the country, I just, I can't invest it. It's got to sit in my savings account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made the mistake of when I got married. So two years plus about almost another year uh, of going back and saying, if I had invested that thousand dollars in America online then, and then sold it on the day that I got married with all the stock splits and everything, oh, that thousand yeah. dollar investment would have been a little over $400,000. <laughs> and so I made a huge mistake. And then to make matters worse, every day when I first got started in this business, mm-hmm. I would drive to my office. And for whatever reason, we were on the same commute schedule. I would merge onto one of the freeways. This was in Southern California at the time. I would merge off of one freeway onto another. And right next to me is a guy in a Porsche 911 Carrera 4. And the license plate says (laughs) T-H-X-A-O-L. And so it just got rubbed in my face every day for oh, a long, long time. <laughs> that's a great so, story. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my sad story for the day, Landon. Do you think you can top that one? Well, you know, Eric, if uh, if, if if you happen to be, you know, considering the the idea of potentially working with Austin, I, I think now it's solidified that you should uh, look <laughs> elsewhere. But. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, so I kind of, I I think I might have you guys both beat. So in 2015, um, I left my, uh, you know, job at the bank. So I started my practice, but before I started my practice, I I built the house through our, our builder. We moved into a new home in March of 2015. I got married in May of 2015. And then September of 2015 is when I started my practice. So uh, I think we can we can all uh, relate uh, in that regard. So 20, 2015 was uh, was quite quite a year for us. <laughs> That's great. Congratulations, man. <laughs> we all have that entrepreneurial spirit, I think. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I should have, I should have clarified. Landon's been in personal practice for about five years, but in the business for a little over ten because he was a financial planner with. JP Morgan Chase for before Correct. that. So Eric, you, you just mentioned something that I I, I want to just ask you about. I want to ask you to talk more about it. So the entrepreneurial spirit, you did what a lot of entrepreneurs did, which was got some experience in a in a in a field and realized that either you wanted to be your own boss, you could do it better, mm-hmm. you had a disagreement or whatever the case was, something drove you to wanting to start up your own shop and do it on your own. So just talk, talk to us a little bit about that. What, what kind of made you make that leap? 
it was really just seeing, I did the corporate America job, you know, and did that and saw, you know, how bureaucracy works and you've got all these great ideas and can't get them out to fruition. So you get frustrated in that respect. And then did the, the startup, <laughs> the startup gigs. And uh, actually it was a company called What's for Free Technologies. Uh, it was up in North Scottsdale and they were going to be the Google of free stuff. And so I was like employee number five, six right there. It, it, it really, it was a pump and dump. You know, you guys, stock was at three bucks. This was in 98, 99. So every internet's starting to go up. Everything's looking great. Stock went from, you know, three bucks to 26. And then all of a sudden, you know, I think it was the, after Labor Day, they came out and said, we're closed. You know, <laughs> they dropped off five Ferraris for the investor relations guys uh, that Friday before the holiday. And then we all come back on Tuesday after the weekend. And it's like, yeah, no, the company's, yeah, we're, we're going away. And, uh, so it, it was, it, and then I went and did some consulting, marketing consulting for other company, you know, another company. But at that time I said, it, what the hell's going on, man? Like, like <laughs> I did, I did the big company. didn't really work out. wasn't what I wanted to do. And then, you know, did the, the fun startup and, you know, we're going to be the next Google and all this great stuff that didn't really pan out. And because you look at it and go, all right, there's no real security there. Who do I trust? And I trust in me. So, um, so as I was doing consulting for a, a couple other companies, I said, you know what, I'm just going to create uh, and I'm a marketing guy in case you don't know. So, uh, and I was a, you know, marketing major at ASU and an English minor. Uh, so I'm like, all right, if everybody's, you know, I'm one of the few people I know that actually is doing what they went to school for. I, uh, I said, if you're going to create a company, it, whether it's, you know, the name of the company, whether it's good or bad, you want to be remembered. So, uh, you know, I, I said, all right, jumbo shrimp's already taken. So <laughs> you know, we, we might as well go with uh, fast turtle digital. So um, from there, uh, it, it really grew into, and to your point, the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. It was really going, okay, if I'm going to wake up every day, I'm going to wake up for myself. I'm going to, you know, I, I tell my kids now and, and I, you know, I talk to our salespeople now as well. You know, I hustled, you know, it was one of those, I remember walking up and down, you know, Scottsdale and Thunderbird or, you know, pulling the old Arcadia newspaper and seeing who was advertising and just calling them and being like, I don't know what you're doing for your website or hosting or anything, but we can either meet what you're paying or beat what you're paying right now. Guaranteed. And, uh, you know, just give me a chances. I didn't have, you know, I had some marketing collateral, but not much, but every day, you know, you'd go out and, you know, get a job, do the job. I, you know, self-taught on, on, you know, website design and development. And, and then as the company grew, as we started to have more clients and a, a bigger portfolio, you hire a designer, you've got, you know, some other people that can help. And, um, so yeah, it was grassroots, but, um, it really came down to, having those other experiences with, you know, a big company. And then again, you know, a different environment and then saying, all right, it, who do I trust? I, I, you know, who's going to, cause I don't want to be working for a company. And all of a sudden, you know, unfortunately a lot of, you know, people out there get let go for no reason, you know, economy goes down, you know, we all kind of saw it, you know, back in 2008, 2009, and you're doing a great job. And, and all of a sudden just, sorry, dude, you know, we gotta, we gotta let you go. And you're like, damn, man, like, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm working my butt off for you. We're coming in every day, you know, maybe working 60 hours a week. And I, I'd rather bet on myself than anybody else. And, and so that that's really where it came from. I probably have a, a little bit of a, a leg up in this situation. My dad's an entrepreneur. He's owned multiple companies. So I grew up seeing that. 
um, and, and seeing that, you know, it's okay to take risk. He, he's, he's, you know, I joke with him, I'm like, you're, you're a big gambler, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had dinner last night and, uh, he's still talking, you know, the, he's invested in movies and owned hotels and trucking companies and, and stuff like that. And so when, when I, you know, I've been surrounded with those things to sit there and, and say, all right, I, you know, I can take a chance. And, and I always, you know, if I have to go get a job after, you know, and it doesn't work out, I'll, I'll do that. But uh, but at, at least, um, you know, kind of see, see where it goes. So I know that was a long winded answer to your question, but, um, yeah, you know, how did you guys start it? Ours were ours. Well, my story was similar to yours, right? I mean, I know Landon and I both share this. We have parents that were entrepreneurs as well. Um, Landon's, I would say is a more sophisticated entrepreneur than my dad was. My dad basically just created a company to, to work for himself. Mm-hmm had a small group of employees, but he was a stucco contractor, but he didn't have to work for anybody else. Um, and so, you know, I understood what it meant to, to build my own business, but I also knew that I didn't want to stucco houses. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> I did go and get, uh, you know, a degree and all, you know, not to air all of my dirty laundry today, but I have a bachelor's degree in French, right? So I am one of the ones that's <laughs> not working in their area Landon's got a degree in marketing and that guy couldn't tell me a thing about marketing. Like he has <laughs> no clue about, about easy marketing. A, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's very similar. I mean, it was, it was about betting on myself and, and understanding that I trusted myself to get things done. And it was shortly after being married. We had a baby on the way pretty soon after that. Um, it was hard for my wife to accept it early on. And there are still difficulties from time to time where you've got individual health insurance or maybe you're part of a Christian health share and you don't have, you know, these big group benefits because her dad worked for the same company her whole life, yeah. retired with a pension. So it, it's completely opposite on her side mm-hmm. and, and difficult to deal with. So yeah. I, I won't speak for Landon after, after making fun of him. I'll let him tell his story himself. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Eric, you could go look at both of our websites and you tell me who, who understands marketing more, okay? That's perfect. <laughs> who, no, who gets more I, contacts I, I like... from their website? What's that? Who gets more contacts from their website? Oh. Yeah, you yeah, you probably do. <laughs> you probably do. A little shade. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? Um oh, anyway. So yeah, my my story, uh my story is kind of like a combination almost of like both years. So I did an internship in college for a guy that was a financial advisor. That's how I got introduced to the business. This was probably 07, 08, something like that. Because I, I officially started in this business in like, uh, I think it was late 2009. Uh, I did an internship, got introduced to the business and then uh, was in the business for a little bit. And then I actually left the business for about 18 months. And I worked for a startup uh, in Southern Utah. Uh, Very similar story to yours, Eric. So we actually owned a couple of companies, but one of the companies that we owned was a uh, online classified website. Okay. And uh, it was called uh, upillar.com. And uh, it turned out to just be a huge money pit and uh, the company never went anywhere and ended up getting shut down. I had been dating my now wife. I was in Southern Utah. She was in Las Vegas. And uh, I wanted to get back into 
the business that I was really excited and where my passion, you know, lied, which was, you know, doing financial planning. So moved down to Vegas. Uh, my plan was to uh, work for a big, you know, institution for, you know, about five years and just get the experience that I needed. And I was there for about 18 months. And I said, uh, you know, um, I think I'm good. I, I think I, I'm ready to start building a business for, you know, my clients and my family and myself. And so uh, about six months after that, I think I was only there for two, two and a half years at the most. I came back into the independent channel and, and uh, started my practice. But my, my dad's been an entrepreneur for over 40 years. He's done a lot of commercial uh, development, a lot of mixed use projects. He's also done some medical buildings and stuff like that. Uh, my older sister, uh, we had her on the show. She's got a really cool story too. She worked for a big corporation for about a decade and worked her way up and she was setting up all their new stores. It was a big uh, women's retail clothing store. And then uh, she started her own women's clothing boutique in you know, just an extremely competitive space. And uh, I like telling this, this part because, you know, she, you know, as a new entrepreneur, you know, she's like, you know, if, if we can just do, uh, you know, $100,000 in sales the first year, I think that we'll, you know, that we'll be able to survive. And, and uh, she did, you know, 900,000 plus in sales in her first year. And <laughs> she just has this, just this wonderful, you know, business now. So uh, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. He had his hands in all kinds of stuff. So yeah, definitely runs, uh, runs in the, you know, up our, up our uh, stream as well. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you mentioned uh, jumbo shrimp wasn't available, <laughs> but uh, fast turtle was. So uh, if, if there's a story behind that, love to hear that. Um, if not, uh, just tell us about, you know, who, Who's Fast Turtle? What, what are you guys, you know, doing right now and who are you serving? Sure, sure. Thank you. Yeah, so Fast Turtle, it, it really evolved into, you know, fast because we're dealing in technology and it changes all the time. So, you know, we really talk about that. And, and the turtle side of it is um, we take our time with our clients. We really slow down. We want them to understand what it is that we're actually doing for them. Uh, so the, the name actually, you know, evolved and really became our, our mantra, you know, uh, you know, um, for the company of like, this is how, how we're going to work. This is how from top down, this is how it know what's going on. What's the latest and greatest in technology. How can we get our clients out in front of, you know, their potential clients and prospects, and then also slow it down because, because technology evolves so fast and because we're dealing with a, a lot of small business owners that, um, you know, and even, you know, professionals, lawyers and doctors, and they don't have time to understand, you know, social media and hashtags and what am I posting or SEO and keywords and how Google changes the algorithms and all those things and stay on top of that. So they need a trusted advisor similar to, to what you guys are in your fields um, to really pick up the phone and call and, 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 and really believe in. And so, um, that's how the, the company, you know, again, 20 years, you know, in, in our industries, uh, you know, so, something to, to be said. So, um, that's how we've really evolved, uh, in, in, had that, that longevity, 
um, you know, over the last two decades is because, you know, we're, we're able to stay on top of everything. Uh, we've got a great team. We're office down, uh, downtown Phoenix. Um, and I've got clients all across the country. Um, and we've got clients, you know, we've had clients over in Asia. I've got clients over in, in the UK because it really doesn't matter whether I'm trying to, you know, build a website for somebody here in Phoenix or in, in Boston or Chicago or, or London, uh, everything's online, as you know, and more now than ever. So we've been using Zoom for the past three years. Uh, and uh, so now that everybody's in it, I'm like, all right, this is, and we've been trying to get all of our clients, you know, two years ago, hey, let's, you don't need to drive to the office. I don't need to drive to your office. Let's just use Zoom. Yeah. Now everybody's ad- adopting it, which is a lovely thing. But, you know, as we were talking, you know, whether you're in London or whether Chicago or Phoenix and, and you're a lawyer or a financial advisor, you're still going after the same keywords. We can still log into Google. We can see how many people are searching monthly for your terms. And, and it's our job just to put you in front of them. And then also, you know, on social and, and some of those other areas, LinkedIn, you know, would be great for, for financial advisors, you know, even on the advertising side. And that's where we're seeing a lot of um, lead generation, you know, for, for business professionals. Um, but, you know, even your, your normal business, um, you know, that's the brand awareness of social and, and knowing what the, what needs to get, get posted, how often get posted that, you know, those are the important, uh, I guess, aspects of, of digital marketing that a lot of other firms just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is really the combination of everything together, right? I mean, you got to have a good website, but the social is super important. Mm -hmm email marketing, all those kinds of things. So, I mean, I know that you guys have kind of a new thing that you're rolling out or, you know, maybe it's not so new, but, you know, kind of the combination of everything together. So tell us a little bit about that. I mean, treat us as though you're pitching to us as as, uh, potential clients. Perfect. Perfect. I'll cut my teeth. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) After 20 years, I don't think this is your first sales pitch. So yeah, actually one of the big things that, that really came out of last year was really going and talking to our small business owners to, to help them stay afloat, to help, you know, what else can we be doing? You know, over the years, you know, fast turtle, I always equated it to a sushi menu. You could come to us and you could say, hey, Eric, all I need is a website. And I said, all right, great. We'll sell you a website. Or all we need is social media. And so more um, SEO or email marketing. And, and, and we say, all right, you know, those are the one or two services that you really need. And last year, through the Zoom meetings, through, you know, multiple conversations with these businesses, they needed a lot more. It's not just, you know, call it 10 years ago. If you were on the first page of Google, your business was going to do pretty well. Um, you're going to get the, the rankings, you know, or, you know, the, the phone calls, all of those things. Now you need a holistic approach where you are on the first page of Google, but you're also doing some paid advertising, whether it's on LinkedIn or, or, um, your social media platforms, or even on Google itself. Um, you also need to do, you know, once they go to your website, because there's so much noise, because there's so much going on and, you know, uh, social media slack, we're all getting hit with different messaging all the time. You need to make sure that you're staying in front of them. So a lot of the email marketing with brand awareness, um, in, in, you know, monthly tips, um, videos, huge, you know, it, you know, just a call it a 30 second video clip that you put out on LinkedIn or Facebook. It, that is really, um, 
something of great value that you can start sharing and, and, you know, keep your brand in front of people. So we actually, you know, came back and I, towards the end of last year, I said, guys, we, we've, because our clients were even asking, you know, they, they'd be saying, Hey, we're, we're paying you for search engine optimization. Doesn't that include website updates? Um, and you're like, no, I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. How, how is that computing? But, uh, but those things would, would start to creep in of like, Hey, I know you're doing our social media, but you know, doesn't that also include some of the SEO stuff that you're doing? And you're like, no, it doesn't, but you know, we can, it's going to be X, you know, number of dollars more. Um, and then finally we just came back and said, all right, let's, let's strip this stuff back down. We, we know what our businesses need. They need it all. So let's, let's take, you know, the programs that we have, whether it's SEO, email marketing, search engine optimization, some paid advertising, which is really the lead generation there. And let's just put it in, in an affordable program. And so we were able to come back and say, all right, if, if I'm a small business owner, and if I were going to hire a young person out of college, that salary is probably $36,000, $40,000. And they're probably not going to have 20 years of experience and a team behind them that knows all of the things that my team knows. So we were able to come out and, and say, okay, for, for, you know, an SEO program to, you know, also have social media marketing, also have, you know, some email in there. Let's bundle these things together, give them a great dashboard that they can see, you know, we talk about results. You always have to measure, you know, what, what you're doing and then also set expectations. All right, where do we need to get as far as lead gen? And so we, you know, because of that, we talk about business to our customers. We don't just talk about here's your 12 social media posts or your 20 social media posts. It's like, how is it moving your needle in, in, in revenue? You know, yeah. that's ultimately the most important thing. So we're able to create a program like that on the low end and a little bit higher program that's about, you know, $5,000 a month, the equivalent of having, you know, maybe a, a, a marketing director, uh, so to speak. And then, you know, you get a monthly phone call with us. We review all the analysis and the reporting and, and, and we've got call tracking built in. We've got all the form fills built in, We you know, and with the, those dashboards, you can even use it. It has a CRM function as well. So, you know, it's, it's all inclusive for that, you know, call it small, medium sized business that's out there that, that, you know, because we're all working remotely now might've had to you lay off a marketing person. Now they can go ahead and go to a firm and say, rather than bringing someone back, we can look at, you know, potentially just hiring a firm that will do all of these things that will be our pseudo marketing assistant as we get you know, our business back and running to, to pre COVID time. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've talked to businesses about, so Landon and I serve mostly privately held businesses and, uh, you know, we've, we've talked to them or at least I have actually, we've talked about it in joint meetings together, but we've talked about how this COVID thing was actually an opportunity to kind of double down on your marketing mm-hmm. and take market share from those who weren't able or willing to market or, you know, to double down. Yeah. Right. And so it really was this opportunity to kind of turn it into a hockey stick as you come out of, out of the pandemic, if you double down and you do what you need to, to grow your brand awareness, up your marketing, lead generation, all those kinds of things, depending on what it is that you need for your business. Uh, and the businesses that did that are seeing the the benefits now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what industry, right? I mean, we've, we've seen it from, you know, restaurant equipment repair to mattress firms to, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it really spans the, 
the horizon, yep. so to speak. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're doubling down marketing and doing what you need to get that message out, it increases sales and you were able to ride the pandemic out and be much, much stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And that, Eric, I got a, oh, a follow-up question for you. Uh, you mentioned a few things that I, uh, that I, I just, I love and I, I it resonates with me. And I, I think probably with most of our, our listeners and followers as well. You said that uh, business owners, when it comes to this kind of stuff, don't really know what they need. And I agree with you 100%, right? They may say that they need a new website, but after having a conversation with you know, a professional like you, it may you may determine that that's the least of their needs, that they really need to be doing all this other mm-hmm. stuff. So I love how you're packaging it all together because... Um, I mean, I can tell you from experience, and I think Austin would echo this, that it's overwhelming, you know, to try to manage your social media platforms and, and, and you know, curate content and, and coordinate everything. I mean, it, it is a lot. So for you to, to package that all together, to take that off, the, off the, uh, the, the plate of a business owner, I think that's extremely valuable. My follow-up question is, I can speak for, you know, regarding my industry, but I I do feel like this is a common concern and and I'm sure you've heard it. So if a business comes to you and says, oh, this sounds great. I want you to do everything. Take it all off my plate, coordinate, you know, get this all moving forward and turnkey for me. And I'm just speaking from a perspective client, you know, but my, my industry is unique, Eric. So how do you customize the content so that it it speaks to the people that I want to you know speak to? So how do you how do you manage and address that? So uh, that's a great question because it, one everybody's business you know it is unique to them uh, their clients you know and also variations are we a, a you know just starting out or, or, or are we a monster in the industry? it really goes to our onboarding process. And so we, you know, I'd rather, and I've always t- told the the team this, spend more time onboarding someone to really understand who they are, what they do, who they serve, all of that. I'd rather spend more time there than more time on the back end on editing and redos and all of this. So we spend a lot of time on the front end when we onboard somebody. One, there's an online form that we send. We, you know, we call it the data dump. Give us all the information you have. And this is years of experience of, of knowing, knowing where the pitfalls are, where we can say, all right, the, you, I, here are all the questions we need you to answer. And we want to get you as deep as possible. That's one. The other side is um, we do client kickoff meetings. So the project manager, the person that's going to be working on the project, um, uh, as well as the account executive that just sold that project and the client are going to be on that quick kickoff call. And now, you know, most of them are, are via Zoom. Uh, we're recording those. So that's another chance where we're just asking all these questions. So we're diving deeper and all right, tell me more about this. How, you know, your, your best customer is who? And why? And, and, and so we, we really get that. And then that way, when our uh, content people uh, actually go and start writing the content for you, it, it's something that's now specific to your organization. We have that, but also we're doing research in your organization as well. We're also seeing, and a lot of this is we're, we're coming from a marketing standpoint. So a lot of this is 
one, tailored towards brand awareness, and then two, tailored towards, in, in the SEO case, you know, it's going to be, um, it's not going to be Shakespeare. It's going to be more <laughs> content driven and, and marketing driven. Uh, we have some very technical clients, uh, some semiconductor clients, um, as well as so, some other uh, very technical uh, uh, doctors. Uh, where they'll actually write some of the articles or they will send us articles that they're getting and saying, I want something like this. So it's, and that's the difference I think with our firm is we're very collaborative even throughout the process, as well as being on the front end, just, just really proactive to get as much information as we possibly can. I think that's uh, one of the crucial points to what you do, right? It truly has to be tailored. And and that's, I think, the mistake that a lot of these digital marketing agencies make is that they they try to just serve the masses mm-hmm. and, and this, oh, this will work for everybody and I'll change it a little bit and I'll put their logo on it, but it's the same message. And it just doesn't have the same effect for, yeah. for the company that, that hired you. So I tell you what, Eric, I know that you're pretty active with the Phoenix Business Journal. Yeah, And you had an, an article that just came out and it's, I want to get this right. So I'm going to read it off the page here. It says, how to boost brand awareness on social media in 2021, right? So that's very specific. Mm-hmm. We've already talked a little bit about coming out of, uh, out of the pandemic, but tell us a little bit about that article for people who haven't, haven't read the actual article. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. And you can go to Phoenix Business Journal online and, and, and check it out or even my LinkedIn and, and check it out as well. With social media, one of the biggest things with social media, everyone, and this goes to business owners understanding the different elements of digital marketing, anything paid, that's going to be your lead gen. Social media is really about brand awareness and staying in front of people. And so, you know, typically uh, studies have shown you need to be posting anywhere from three to five times a week uh, to get a measurable effect in revenue for your company. One of the big things, you know, you've got to use your voice is one of the, the key elements here. Every company is unique. We're not all, you know, that, that we're a fun company at Fast Turtle. So we're jo- joking around and goofing off and, and stuff like that. We take our job seriously, but um, everybody's going to be a little bit different. Use your voice, you, you know, really be authentic is what it comes down to. Uh, another um, part of, of uh, content that you want to be putting out there, it needs to be informative. You know, too often I see companies spend, uh, you know, here's our product or this is our service. Or if you'd like a demo, click here, that sort of thing. Uh, Enough already. We get it. We know you're there. (laughs) All right. Um, But we really want to know you've got to give to get. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, I saw the alliances thing out there. That's one of the things they talk about as well. Um, I know David as well. Um, So those are the things. Give free information it's out there, you know, 20 second snippets, 30 second snippets. Hey, this was a great article. You know, we really love it. This is my spin on this article and and then post that. And those are the things that you want to be able to put out there. We talked about posts consistently. That's in the article as well. The three to five times is kind of that sweet spot, uh, especially, you know, professional on the LinkedIn and and Facebook and Instagram. Instagram's a, a great place. If you're a B2C company, you need to be doing Instagram advertising. And that's, that's one of the things that, that we've seen really explode over the last year, year and a half with everything going on. Track your results. Um, don't, don't do it just to do it. If, if you're putting stuff on LinkedIn and nobody's engaging with you, go back and look at it and go, all right, what is it that we're, we're putting? Why are we doing this? Is it, is it, you know, generating the business? Cause this is time, man. 
And time's one of the biggest things that, that we lose as far as capital in our lives. So we really got to look at that and go, all right, you know, what's working, what's not. And then don't be afraid to pivot. If you're doing something for three months, give it a solid three months, look at the results and go, all right, th this isn't working. Facebook is not, you know, where, where we're supposed to be posting our, our messaging. Let's, let's look at Instagram. Let's look at LinkedIn. Let's, you know, look at the other areas and see what engagement we're getting there. Um, so th those would be the, the major tips that are in the article, but also just really, you know, how we run campaigns as well. And, and it's all in the numbers. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think Landon's got something to say here, but I got to get this in. So you mentioned specifically video, which I know has been huge. Um, and you mentioned being informative and being authentic, right? So video is a great way for somebody to see that you truly are authentic and to get a feel for who you are and whether or not they would want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so not to toot my own horn, but when this pandemic was really kicking off, right. So think mid March to, to mid April ish, I put out a six part video series that was like 90 seconds each video. And it was six things that you can control with your finances during the pandemic. Cause everybody felt like they'd lost control. They had no idea yeah. what's going on. The stock market's going down big one day and up big the next day. And mm -hmm. nobody knew what, you know, what to do. And so I just put out some, some tips. They don't need me to fulfill those. They might want my advice to do it, but they didn't need me to, to fulfill those or to look a little bit more. And so it, like you said, it's just about getting the information out there and they can see now everybody likes me just so we're clear. <laughs> of course, but they can see whether or not they would want to work with me. If this is somebody whose personality will mesh with what I want from a financial planner. And they saw that on a 90 second video yeah. and then they could move on. If they want to interact with me, they do. If mm -hmm. they didn't, then they moved on. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and it's fun. I mean, I've got a face for radio, so I'm not sure about the video <laughs> things. I don't have the just for men look that, that Landon has going on, but all right, Landon, finish us yeah, off. So, Bring us home. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I just I love all this stuff that you're you're sharing here, Eric, and I think it's all super valuable. And I want to make sure that we spend you know a couple minutes here, and so that you can just give some last minute you know tips and tricks to business owners so they can you know go out and make all their digital stuff uh, better. But a couple of things I just wanted to kind of uh, highlight that you said, you know, you said, uh, you know, give away some free, you know, snippets or, or tips and tricks, you know, through video and stuff. And I, I think um, one of the issues that uh, uh, at least I, I come across, you know, when it comes to business owner is, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to give away all this stuff for free. I've spent five, 10, you know, 25 years in my field. And I'm not just going to give this stuff away for free. And I, I think I heard this on an interview or something. And the guy comes back and he says, well, let me ask you this. All the information that you have in your head could more or less, could someone go online, you know, go into Google and dig all this information up, you know, themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess so. So, so it's not about giving free information. It's about providing value so that you can start this relationship with a prospective client because most people have no desire to go out and do whatever it is themselves. They just want to 
know about it, know what the issues are, know that there's someone out there that can help them to do it. And then, you know, hire somebody like you or Mm -hmm. Austin and I to do it for them because they don't understand it. They don't want to do it themselves. And it's a perfect example. Like with me, you know, I don't, I don't want to do pretend to know how to do SEO and all this stuff. Like I, I know nothing about that. I want someone like you to do it for me. That's got decades of experience that I know is going to be successful, you know, over time to get me to where I, I want to go. So uh, I love that you kind of mentioned that, but for business owners that are looking for something that they can do or implement in their businesses, you know, today or tomorrow or, you know, this week, share a couple tips and tricks that uh, our listeners can, can take away and do something, you know, effective for their businesses, you know, in the digital sense, you know, right away. Yeah, no, that, uh, that's, that's great. Um, quick things you can look at, look at your website. Uh, you know, you're going to want at least three to five call to actions, um, on your website. So as I scan down the homepage, do I have a, a let's talk or contact me or get a free quote or free estimate or, you know, something along those lines, at least three to five as I'm going down, uh, you know, on that page, uh, make sure logos in the top left. That's, you know, the, the, I reads in a T pattern on, on digital. So top left contact information is top, right. And then people are going straight down the, the center of the page. So make sure that that's aligned make sure that you, you, one, your contact information is on your website. Too often people are like, oh, I have a contact page. Okay, why couldn't you just put your phone number next to where it says contact? Like, Jiminy Christmas, man. 60% of all internet traffic is through uh, mobile devices. And if I can just click that damn phone number, I'm sorry. Like, don't you want me to call you? Like, why are you making me fill out a form? Like, come on, brother. We're we're all here to help each other out. So it's it's little stuff like that. And it and granted, it it's all common sense to me because I we live it. Or and but you know your average small business you know owner they, they don't see those things. That would be the the easiest thing I would say. Um, the other thing, if you're not using email marketing to communicate with your clients on a monthly basis, get something like that set up. Uh, or, or, you know, use social media to, to, you know, speak to your clients, uh, and potential prospects on it and ask for business, ask for referrals. Um, you know, don't, don't hide that, um, and make that part of, uh, you know, part of your monthly email marketing campaign, um, and some of that content. So, you know, those would be, I I guess the, the quick and easy things that, that I would look at, um, you know, to, to your point. Before, you know, with you guys being financial advisors, yeah, I can set up a, you know, online account and and fuddle around and and lose money. And believe me, uh, you know, I've done it. Uh, Buy GameStop (laughs) and then forget to sell it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh, what? You didn't put a stop on that? That's weird. (laughs) Uh, So so those are the things that, you know, um, you guys really bring a, a, you know, a a solid service um, being that trusted advisor. And and we do the same thing. We've got a free dashboard. If the clients want to do it themselves, they can do it themselves. But ultimately they look and go, oh my goodness, you know, they'd look like you and I, Austin, pulling their hair out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And, uh, and, and, you know, looking for, uh, you know, good advice and and from a, from a, a trusted leader. So. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and you actually gave a second bit of advice embedded in the piece of advice that you gave. And that's that make sure that your website is mobile enabled. 
Because yeah. like you said, they're they're looking at your website on mobile devices. And if it's not mobile enabled, they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, we really appreciate the conversation. Anything else you wanted to add before we close it up, Landon? No, I mean, no. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it was, that was a great conversation. You gave some great tips and tricks. Um, for people that want to track you down, Eric, uh, I know you mentioned, you know, LinkedIn. I think it's probably fair to assume that you got a website. So, uh, <laughs> if people want to track you down, what's the what's the what's the best way for them to get in touch with you guys? Yeah, they can uh, go online and, and Google us. It's uh, Fast Turtle Digital, uh, or go to our website, uh, fastturtle.com. Uh, you'll get there both with one T or two Ts. We're actually when I set up the company, it was with one T. So. Uh, um, you can check us out there or uh, give us a call at uh, 480-348-0467. And I'm sure uh, someone will be able to help you out. Awesome. We appreciate you being here today, Eric. We look forward to staying in touch with you. You mentioned referrals. So we'll be asking you for referrals for other people to be on the on the show with us. But we appreciate you being here. Uh, and we're, we're grateful to Nancy Padberg for the introduction to you. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Eric. Thanks, Clayton. You've been listening to Tycoons of Small Biz, proudly hosted by Austin Peterson and Landon Mance. Austin and Landon are comprehensive financial planning professionals specializing in financial, estate, and succession planning for small business owners. Austin and Landon have offices in Scottsdale, Arizona, and Las Vegas, Nevada, and represent clients in 14 states throughout the country. Join Austin, Landon, and the Featured Tycoons live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. right here on Business Radio X and your favorite podcast platform.